Hey guys, welcome to the next episode of the Cassie Burgos podcast. Today, I'm privileged to have one of my favorite people and my girl crush, because she's a hottie, um, Holly, on today. Holly, you just changed your last name, didn't you? I did, yes. <laughs> we got married um, in May. Nice. Yes. And how long have you guys been together? We've been together since 2016, so nice. seven years. Yeah, seven mm-hmm. years. And uh, who's the lucky guy? Um, his name is Shamus. It's Irish Seamus, but <laughs> we mispronounce it. Like his parents mispronounced it. So <laughs> I don't know. It's Seamus. So S E A M U S. He gets a lot of Seamus. Oh, yeah. yeah. I bet. Yeah. I bet he got teased when he was younger. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't asked him. But, yeah. And you guys own a local gym. We do Ascend Fitness here in Lodi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How's that going? It's good. It can always be better, mm-hmm. um, but it's positive and it's helping people. Right. And that's that's what we want. So. Right. I've done a lot of different gyms, and I'm very mm-hmm. particular about gyms. And Bobby and I always talk about um, how Shamus is just he's just great at it. It's just his thing. He's good at it. I love that it's um, you know CrossFit is like the big thing at Lodi. Right. I'm not a fan because I think that long term, it's more like a sport, in my opinion. Just I know you can't answer on this, and I'm not going to ask you, but I'll answer. It is <laughs> <laughs> like my knees have hurt the times yeah. I've done it, and like it feels more sporty to me. And it's badass if you do CrossFit. That's right. super cool. Yeah. But I love that it's like more of a functional and movement, and it's a it's a gym you can co- go to to do long term. Yeah, one of our main words is sustainability yes because fitness needs to be about sustainability right about um the long run right like it's not just about like i want a hot body yeah exactly just being healthy right forever and too bad people didn't realize (laughs) that that's the most important yeah like it's not really the abs and the muscles and like that's an awesome goal to have right we can get you there if you want us to right but is it is that what's going to keep you going Right. Maybe for a minute. Right. And if you're like yeah. a new mom and like you need to keep, do it slower, mm-hmm. right? Like, you know, it caters to everyone. It's funny how this is what I love too. It's group workouts, but it's very individual. Yeah. Like as an individual, I can go and like I've told Shamus many times, like, oh, hey, like my back's like hurting today. Okay, well, then do this like this or, you know, and then if yeah. you've been there a really long time, then you just know how to do it on your own. Yeah. But it's just cool because you can alternate and kind of do it what fits your body, even though it's like a group setting. In a group setting. Right. Yeah. We take, um, the basics of of fitness like weightlifting right and what works and exactly. what has worked and we put it into a group yeah. setting and it's fun yeah cuz i'm, I'm competitive so, cuz sometimes oh, yeah. i go in and i'm like another hour but that's like with everything you're going to What's go your job yeah. so it's a little different right but i think everybody starts to feel that way and it's i think and I always tell them this. I'm like, it. it the gym is not going to be fun every day. And no. you do have to treat it kind of like a job. You're like, hey, every mm-hmm. day at 5, I show up. Yep. You know, 5 no matter what. 5 p.m. or whatever. And I just show up and I do it. And I may not feel like doing it, but this right. isn't about my feelings. Right. But you know what's great about it is that you never end the workout and regret it. Except for that one time I broke my ankle. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so for me personally. Edit that out. <laughs> But that was my fault because my ponytail literally got in front of my head and I was doing too high of a box jump and it was my fault. It's big hair problems. But I can't, yeah, big hair problems. I'm too old to be doing box jumps. That's just what I learned for me. I do I can step up. Yes. I don't do the box jumps. But now I'm terrified of the box. I'm like, no. Yeah. And you know, I found too, um, as I get older, my body responds better to slowing it down. Yes. And just focusing on weightlifting. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, some cardio is healthy for your heart, but I'm not going to go all out for an hour. Right. Yeah. So why are women afraid to lift weights? Um, they're afraid they're going to get bulky. Right. right? And how often does that happen? Like never. Okay. Here, I will tell you the truth. If you are carrying a lot of weight, Mm -hmm. you're going to feel bulky at first. Yes. Because you're going to start getting muscle underneath your fat. Right. And you're just going to feel like we won't think you look bulky, but you're going to feel bulky. When right. You walk around, you're going to walk a little different. Things are going to settle different. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like the first phase mm-hmm. before you start leaning out. 
if you eat correctly. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. It's about eating correctly. Yeah. You can't outwork a bad diet. It's no, the true statement I've ever heard. Stay fluffy and you'll get muscle. Underneath. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And if you want to do, if that's, if you're like, hey, I just want to, I just want to be stronger right. and a little bit healthier. Yeah. Then fine. But right. if you want to lose body fat and be even healthier. Right. Bobby and I have never felt so healthy as when we were going to ascend. Like we felt the best. Like for our body types, that was what we needed to be doing. That's awesome. You know what I mean? Yes. So yeah. we got to get back. The baby, it's kind of hard with Bella, but I'm like, we're gonna figure this I out. And the girls are in two different sports, and Amelia's doing singing, and it's yeah. like my head spinning every day. So we're gonna get there though. Yeah. Anyways, big shout out to Ascend Fitness and Thank Lodi. You so much. I love you guys. Thank you guys you so are much. my fave. So Yay. started with that. Okay. Um, are you pregnant? I am pregnant. I'm <laughs> six months, so Beautiful. like 26 weeks, Aww. and um, I'm 42 years old. <laughs> I love that. So this is my third pregnancy that I've carried. I've had some miscarriages, but it's my fourth child because my youngest is adopted. Right. How old are your children? My kids are, I have Samuel, he's 18. Phoebe is 15 and Sarah Jo is 13. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh God, I didn't realize that she was 13. So they're literally all teenagers they're now. They're all teenagers. Oh my God. And your yeah. son, I've seen your son in the gym and he can lift some heavy weight. <clears throat> oh my strong. God. Let me tell you though, that kid eats a pound of beef every day for lunch. Wait. And rice. What? Yeah. How? That, you don't get that big by not eating. Yeah. Wow. And then, That's crazy. He and he does it in his flip flops sometimes. I like. I know it. he won't see the gym if he drops a weight on his toe, so I'm okay with it. He didn't sign his waiver. He's 18. No, I'm just kidding. I know. I know. I'm doing now. I'm like, excuse me, please sign this. I love it. Um, but yeah, he was. He got a job this summer because he graduated high school, and so he got a summer oh my job God. before he does school. And um, he's meal prepping every day, and like. Oh, I bet you're so proud. Yeah. But it's expensive. Yeah, it's, it's expensive. It's expensive. Because, yeah. And so <laughs> part of me is like, you got to buy it yourself. And part of me is like, but I'm mom. I know. And That's then, so hard. So I was like, I don't have beef for you to prepare because he prepares it every Sunday. I was like, right. he's like, how many eggs do you have? And I'm like, not enough because he's like, wants to eat <laughs> nine eggs a day. Girlfriend. <laughs> he doesn't have a pound of beef. So, and he's done Whoa. that before when we didn't have beef. And so he came over and he went to the store and he got eggs. And I taught him how to hard boil eggs and he, he's like hard boiling all these eggs and he eats them with his like however much of rice, you know, massive amount of rice. And oh he does a pound of rice too or something like cooked. I'm not going to lie. I'm jealous. Like if I could eat that oh diet every day, I'd be, th- I'd be huge. And his, his breakfast varies. Um, he does breakfast at dad's house. So I don't really see what he does for breakfast. Right. And then when he eats at my house, he'll just do as much meat as he can. Oh, my and God. That is crazy. It's expensive. Oh, yeah. Girl. Yeah. So expensive. Speaking of meat, though, didn't you guys just buy? We just bought a quarter of a Tell cow. me about that experience because I want to do that so bad. So. A quarter of a cow, though, you said yeah. is about eight to $900. Yes. And all the farmers are being ran out of California because they can't even, they can't do well here anymore. Yeah. So these guys, I don't know exactly how their business works I think they're smaller because they are the people I was buying from before Mm -hmm. they did give the cows some injections that they were a great couple and I learned a lot from them um so I think they were like safer injections and stuff Mm -hmm. like that but these people you know I asked them about it and they said 100% injection free wow and so I think that because they don't sell any of their calves to bigger farms, mm-hmm. they don't have to. They don't have to do any anything to the calves, right? Like they don't have to give them anything, right? To make sure they don't they wouldn't get sick with a bigger herd. Exactly. So, I just contacted them. I can't remember where I heard about them from, and I said, "Hey, um, I heard you guys were selling half, or or maybe I said, are you selling half or quarter cows?" And he yeah, said, yeah, we actually have. Um, a quarter cow coming up here. Right. And I was like, awesome. And I like Venmoed them a deposit and they gave me the address when it came in. And I went out there and there was like a couple other families there. Oh my God. And they would like cool. lay out the cuts and be like, okay, we have 12 shoulders here. You guys each get three. And we brought our, everyone brought a big cooler. You grab three of the cut. 
put it in. Okay, everyone grab grab twenty ground beefs and you count your twenty and you put it. You know, it was super cool. They Dude, had, that is an experience. It was like out in the country, off. It was like, I want to say off grid because there was no Wi Fi service out there. Oh, that's off grid for me, <laughs> yeah, girl. I know, right? My family would lose I was it. Like, I have no map. I'm going to get lost. <laughs> <laughs> I had no map for like twenty minutes. So I was like, dear lord. Oh my god, that's so cool. Yeah, it was really cool. I'm doing that. They had country music playing. He handed out beers. I didn't have one, but like he's like, hey, like when people showed up, like it was super relaxed. Oh my god. Yeah, the wife was cute. She was wearing like this prairie dress, and she's like, uh-uh. I make I make face tallow, and gave me like a free one when I left, and they gave me a hat. It was like the best experience. Dude, I have to do this. I have to do this. <laughs> So is it, do you have to have like a deep freezer? Is it that much meat? Yes. Yeah. You do. Okay. Yeah. And if you Google how big a freezer do I need for a quarter cow, it'll show you like the chest size that you need. Did you end up buying one or did you have one? I had one that I got because I was buying meat in bulk from another. Oh, local. that's right. You said that. Yeah. So what, what happened buying, to that farm? They're moving up to Oregon. Yeah. So. Everybody's leaving Cali. I know. Damn. Don't take our cows. I don't know. take my meat. I know. I don't want to eat the artificial crap. I'm yeah. not eating. I will protest that. I was buying, you know, when when I can't get it from a local farmer, I just do orders from Walmart. And yeah. And definitely taste the difference. Oh, you can taste the difference. Because yeah. I do the grass-fed at Costco, the three packs. Yes. They're pretty expensive. They are. Yeah, but I do that. And um, and I have bought in, who knows if they're even grass. I don't even know if any of that's real or organic or whatever. But I buy the expensive stuff. But I've had the cheaper stuff, of course total difference in taste i mean I'm, it's an insane to me how different it tastes i'm interested to see how this tastes I, we're gonna have our first fillets tonight okay you gotta let me know yeah because they told me it's gonna taste different than the stuff i buy in the store and oh my um, god lauren who owned thomas beef mm-hmm. who's become my friend over time she she told me she's like i hear good things about them like the um, calaveras river farms where i got my meat okay shout out to them awesome <laughs> she's like i hear good things right she's like but they are 100 percent grass-fed so it's gonna taste different than our meat and i'm like i just like meat so me too i'm i That'd love red meat yeah there's a big like um conspiracy that red meat is like so bad for us but no, no you know so what my holistic chance. doctor that i see my main source of food is supposed to for type o blood type oh yeah i'm supposed to have red meat i am too yeah yeah yeah, yeah you just feel good I do, feel good when you have especially it. Yeah. when you're menstruating, when you're in a period. Oh, I need more red meat. Iron, yeah. Yeah. Um, how do you feel when you eat, like, poultry? Like shit. Yeah, not as good, huh? Por- Dude, pork, I cannot. No, not Nobody at all. on the planet. The occasional bacon. Girl, yes, yes. So I will do bacon. But yeah. my holistic doctor said nobody on the planet, I don't care what your blood type is, you do not touch pork. You do not eat pork. It is horrible for you. Yeah, so we don't. Bacon every once in a while. I am a sucker for bacon. Yeah. But it doesn't give me a stomach ache like a pork chop would. Um, I don't get a stomach ache. But you feel lethargic. It feels, yeah. Mm-hmm. It like intuitively feels wrong. Yeah. To eat pork. I know. And the last time I made a pork roast, like it just tasted gross to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I think we had pork ribs a few months ago from Costco and it was disgusting to me. Yeah. I think I bought the wrong ribs. I'm a terrible shopper. I just shop... I speed shop because I just want to get out. <laughs> but yeah, Bobby was like, yeah, no, this is not what we eat for ribs, honey. Like, uh-uh. So he doesn't like pork either? Is no, pork but bacon, like you yeah. said, bacon is something that we yeah. like. Yeah. I'm sure he'd, he'd eat pork, but I don't I don't like pork. And we ate pork chops growing up. And like, we did too. Shake and bake. Yeah, I did, but I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like it. I don't know. Anything I ate from my childhood, I'm like, uh-uh. I don't. Same, same. Because we ate helper. so much of the same thing yeah. growing up, you know? Yeah. I feel like it was like the microwave generation. I feel like in my adult years, I need to make up for how bad I ate as a child. Yeah, I would not like bring anything that was in a box in my house for years. Shamus likes box mashed potatoes, so we still No, have he does those. not. <laughs> yes. They're easy and Did you know that Bobby makes the best mashed potatoes on the planet? That's awesome. If Shamus tried those potatoes, I think he'd be happy. I think he would be yeah, happy. Yeah, I'm going to have to make him some. Yeah. <laughs> he's got that Irish part of him that loves those taters. Yeah, so. no, I do too. Yeah. Um, let's talk about your pregnancy a little bit. Okay. What would you like to share? How's your journey been so far? Are you able to work out in the gym pregnant? Um, so the first trimester, I was really, really tired. Like in my 20s, I, w- I was not this tired. Girl, I was saying at 33, or thir- I was pregnant at 32. So yeah, I can't imagine adding 10 years Yeah, I was on. just exhausted. And I, yeah. I like really don't like using age as an excuse, but Girl. it's just, it's there. And you'd had two other babies. Yeah. Yeah. So... I was really tired and I would try to work out, but I was just like, oh, 
it just felt wrong mm-hmm. because it would take so much out of me and it would be like the next two or three days I'd have to recover. Not because my muscles were sore, but right. because I had a deep fatigue. Yeah. And because of that, I felt like I needed to listen to it. Right. Because if, if I'm that tired, how is my body able to give anything to like making this human? Yeah, that you can't. That was kind of my thought. Oh, yeah. And so I would just do what I could and I would right. take walks. Um, and then do some range of motion stuff. Right. And try at least do some air squats. Yeah. Um, Keep your booty. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> my butt that's, changed this pregnancy. now. <laughs> I know. I'm like, where's my butt? I need to start squatting. I think I saw. I don't want ladies to get mad at me. I don't really carry a lot of weight in my legs. I carry it all in my midsection. Right. Like, just genetically. I've always had, like, fit legs. Right. And I you do saw, have nice legs. I saw lumps on my legs this time, and I was like, look at there. <laughs> You're like, whoa, that exists? <laughs> what did Shama say? He had the best answer. I was like, that is amazing. What do you said, say? I like a landscape in motion. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> oh, that cute. is the best answer to, to me saying I have cellulite for the first oh, time. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Gosh, yeah, that was, that was, I was That's like, That's hilarious. <laughs> so, and, you know, what's really cool, too is that in my 20s, I was all about, like, getting it back after. And I didn't even lift weights back then, but I was right. a runner. And Yeah, so was I in my 20s. I yeah. was a runner, yeah. So it was all about just getting back into it afterward, and you want to look good. Mom was a negative, had so much negativity attached to it, the mm. word mom for me. And Why? I think because I was having babies before any of my friends or anybody around me mm-hmm. in my circle was. Mm-hmm. So mom was like mom jeans. Like mom's old. Like it's mom an old. Vehicles, n- mom vehicles. Not like MILF. Not like what they talk about moms no, now. Nothing no, no, like no, that. No. no. And so I would like try not to look like a mom. Like oh, in any way. You know right. what I mean? So now it's like. I'm, my, I'm a my mom. My perspective has changed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nothing but respect for moms. Yes. Like they're shaping the world. Yes. You know? Yeah. So, so um, yeah. So this time it's like, I will work out again. Yeah. As my body feels like it's able to. Exactly. And actually, just on Monday, I like had a great workout. Sean was like, slow it down, eh? And I was like, I, but I feel like you felt I, good. I finally feel good. Right. And I'm not, I'm not overdoing it. Like I didn't get sore, but I was moving and it felt really good. Right. So, um. Yeah, this time it's like I'll I'll do stuff because mentally it helps me. Yeah, to me do too. Stuff, Exercising to and moving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and probably gardening, right? Like doing all yeah. those things. And I think it's really good for your kids to to see you being active, mm-hmm. but also that you're active enough that you can still do stuff with your kids. Right. Yeah. Um, have energy to do stuff with your kids. So, exactly. But if I don't ever quote unquote get my body back right I'm okay with that yeah and shouldn't we all we're not talking like we're not promoting like be unhealthy and like super obese and eat terribly but it's like you do eat a healthy diet and you do take care of yourself and you you are 42 but you're gorgeous like you're 32 and you've taken you know what I mean you've taken good care of yourself so it's not like you're promoting something bad but I know with this third pregnancy my body's yeah my body's gonna be different like, the goal is not, like, oh, I want to be what I was when I was, yeah. you know, tw- 23. Like, it's not, I don't, like you said, it has to be, for me, too, it's the same thing because I'm 11 weeks postpartum. And it's, like, I don't have any energy. I'm walking every day and I'm, like, mm-hmm. stretching and stuff, but I'm exhausted. Yeah. And I don't have the mindset that I had in my 20s to just bounce back and get the body back. And it's so, like, it feels vain and it feels, it just feels against what I believe in yeah. now compared to my mindset in my 20s. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. empty. Yeah. It's empty. It's an empty. Yeah, it's 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 meaningless. Yeah. yeah. So it's like unmotivating. It is. It's very unmotivating. Yeah. yeah. I have to find a new reason to get back in the gym, mm-hmm. and pretty much my reason is mental health. Yeah. That's for me. It's it's for my mental health. You know. Yeah. But I do enjoy my walks. You're not burning a lot of calories. Yeah. yeah. But I love putting Belle on the stroller and getting her outside yeah. and sure. listening. Yeah, listening to a good podcast. Yes. Like something about health or fitness, something motivating and positive. That's my jam. That's yeah. what I enjoy doing in this do season too. of my life. Yeah. 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 I, I like that. Something I was going to say in there. I don't remember, but if it's important, it'll come back to me. Did you have your babies in the hospital? 
your other I, two babies. I did. Okay. Yeah. So Sam and Phoebe were both born at Lodi Memorial. And, um, like, you know, it was a good experience. It Nothing... Nothing was, you know, I think that now that I know more, there's things that I go, like little red flags in my head about, like, modern medicine and birth. Right. And I'm like, that's, you know, that wasn't like, the things they say or do wasn't my ideal now. Well, we had a whole conversation about, um, yesterday on the phone about, about my birth experience and how it was very positive. But probably only because me and Bobby went into it with a positive mindset because yeah. so much did go wrong. Mm-hmm. But it's funny how much your perspective shifts and changes yeah. as you get older and you hear more birth stories. Like, I didn't know people still had babies like at home. Like, right. I'm not even kidding. My friend Elena, she's going to come on the podcast. Uh-huh. She was doing home births, and I'm like, this girl is wild. She's delivering at home. <laughs> I like love that wild. Yes, we are wild. Women. Yeah, I didn't yeah. understand. Yeah. Now I get it. Now, now I definitely understand. That is so you know? cool. That is so cool. So, first of all, about your birth. Yeah. I think that, like, it's really cool. We, we picked it up. We picked it apart. Yeah, I think it's really cool how, um, even though, like, there were things that it was like. I can't believe they did that. Right. It was still what you needed. It was. At, for a healing birth. It was. Yeah. Me and Bobby needed it to go yeah. the way it went. You yeah. know? Yep. Yeah, it did. And so. Bella's like perfect. So I can't, yeah. I can't be upset. I just wanted her to be healthy and happy. You yeah. Know? That's all. That's all we all want. Yeah. That's yeah. all we all want. Yeah. So are you going to go hospital route this time? So I am going home birth also. Oh, yeah. You get yeah. to be one of those wild ladies. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And so... I guess I'm going to leave it at that for this podcast, and then maybe I'll you can come and share after. Yeah, yeah. I'll bring tell the you baby my birth on. Story. Yeah, after I love I have that. The baby, and I'm excited tell you more about my my pregnancy and my my birth. I love that. So as of right now, do you know what you're having? Do not surprise. That's exciting. Yes, it's a surprise. I have strong boy vibes, but do you? Yeah, but do you have a preference? Listen, no. The shamus? No. Oh, good. Okay. Because so. Before this pregnancy, I was pregnant. Mm-hmm. It was only eight weeks, but it was like, I wasn't expecting it. It was, it right. was a, a Total surprise. surprise. Mm-hmm. And it was a wonderful surprise. Mm-hmm. I was so like in it that that you eight were. weeks, I swear, it felt like forever. Like, I know. Like I was almost like manic about it. Like I was like planning everything, thinking yeah. about everything. I, I remember our going conversations. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I took that like the blood test where at six weeks you can find out the gender. Yeah, I did too. And it was a girl. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was going to be a boy. Mm. Like I really thought. And so I had major gender disappointment, which is oh. so sad. No. But it is a thing. Like it it's a thing. And so I, I adjusted to having a girl. Right. But, um. This I honestly don't care. I see the benefits Good. to both. Like right, yeah. You just want think, a healthy baby. I think a little girl would soften Shamus up because mm. it's his first. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, I can like, see Shamus. I see Shamus yeah. with a little girl. I yeah. don't know. I just yeah. And so, but like, I don't know. We both kind of have boy vibes. Really? Yeah. And I've had like women come up to me randomly and tell me they think it's a boy. So my whole pregnancy with Bella, uh-huh. everybody thought it was a boy. And I'm like, it's a girl. I know it's a girl. Oh, fine. But I don't know. They, they all, all the time I would get that. Are you having a boy? I'm like, no. It's a freaking girl. My third girl. You want to come raise them? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Bobby loves it, though. I can yeah. see Shamus with a girl. Yeah. Shamus was really cute with Addie when she'd go in the gym. Yeah. Like, his I daughter. he understood her. He did. Yeah. They had, they very much like understood each other. energy. Yeah. Dude. And that energy has not stopped. She was at soccer yesterday. She pushed a girl down. She was not playing. She was taking it serious. And then she, oh when she, gosh. when it was her turn to sit out, she was sitting there with her arms, like, up and in it. And she's like, yeah, go. Like, she's gosh. in it. It's so funny. That's and awesome. Amelia could care less. Yeah. Amelia will play softball every, um, every year. But, like. She don't care if they win or lose. She's yeah. all jolly and happy about it. Addie, <laughs> pissed if she loses. So, but she loves the gym. She still asks about the gym oh, and Shamus cool. and Holly. It's so Aww. cute. I know. I got to get her in there. Anyways, anything else on uh, pregnancy? Any oh, advice yeah. for women? Oh, I have a great. Actually, I have oh, something yeah. wonderful. So, for women who hear you say, "Oh my God, she's having a home birth," can you explain to us maybe what made you decide 
are you comfortable sharing like why a home birth sounds more appealing than a hospital birth? So for me, Mm -hmm. the reason was that, um, with all of the interventions and vaccinations, right. That we, that happen now in hospitals. Yeah. Um, I just didn't feel like feel fighting people off. Yes. Yeah. After birth, it should be a blissful time. Yes. You're bonding. You're like in that like birth space mentally. Mm-hmm. And it shouldn't be a time when I have to say, no, I said I didn't want my baby to get that. You know, husband, follow that baby. Make sure they don't accidentally get injected because sometimes Girl. nurses, we have some wonderful nurses. But they're and humans. I, but they're humans. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they're on autopilot. And yeah. that happens. Yeah. And I just didn't want to have to be on, like, high alert like that. Yeah. And so I brought it up to Shamus, and he was like, 100%, yes. Let's... Well, we know Shamus where he yeah. stands. Yeah, if you know exactly. Shamus, you know yeah. where he stands, yeah. Yeah, so, so yeah, that was why I chose home birth. I have to yeah. say that we had a, the, our conversation yesterday, and what, what we kind of discussed about it is, like, when you get in the hospital – it's almost like you're in a trance at this point. Like you almost feel like you're doing something wrong when you say no. Right. And that's how it felt. Even so they had to do this blood test thing. They prick the heel and they have to squeeze the blood. I almost, Bobby had to calm me down. The lady, like I told her prick the heel one more time. The blood's not even coming out and my baby is screaming. And I, I got really rude with her, but I, when we left the hospital, because you're, you know, I just gave birth. Like, I'm not yeah. really, I'm just doing what I'm told, kind of. Yeah. I thought to myself, I could have said, bitch, get out of the room, and yeah. I'm leaving the hospital right now. You could have. Right. And yeah. so they it's like. had you sign something. and then you, th- Yeah. Yeah. But it's like, why, why, why didn't I? Uh-huh. I always stand up for myself and my family. Yeah. But you're seriously, you're in this little, like, bubble. You it, are. It's, yeah. And you're so, like open to suggestion there's something about when we're like when we go into that I I keep using the word birth space and I don't mean a room I mean in our head Mm -hmm. like mentally like we have so many hormones raging for some women giving birth is a psychedelic experience Mm. like right they literally feel like they're leaving their body Mm -hmm. and part of it's coping but I think part of it's just a natural yeah human thing that we do too like but we are very open to suggestion people can say i think we should do this or you need to do this and we just go along isn't that weird yeah it's not so strange that's why it's important to have people in our space that we trust right and that we know and it's really hard that was the other thing i was like now that i'm older and know what i know i was like i don't want to go into the hospital where like you know (laughs) with my previous births the first time i got my I liked my doctor. Mm-hmm. I liked my OBGYN. Do you remember first, who it was? Dr. Carol. Okay. Nagashima? Yep. Yep. First time She I was got, my first with yeah, Amelia. First time and, and, and I, I have a complaint. I like mm-hmm. I pushed on my back and like I didn't know there was any other option. Like Oh. Yeah, I didn't know either. Do you know what I mean? Well, because I had an epidural, so there's Me no too. standing after that. But yeah. Right. I had no clue yeah. that there was any options. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, well, they don't actually give you I would options. have complaints, but at the time I was completely happy with her. I really liked her personality. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, and so, and she was there, and then the second time, like, she wasn't there, and that's what can mm. happen. Like, you can get close to this person, yeah. and all of a sudden they're not there, they don't deliver and you the have baby. this other doctor, and there was this other doctor who, he was funny, and he was fine. Was a guy? Dr. Dog. Baby? Yeah. Yeah. And he's great. I mean, I don't I'm like, sure I don't everyone... like men doctors seeing my hoo-ha. I'm really I'm... not about it. Yeah. You know what? Okay. I had this whole thing, like, and I, I said it for years and I disagree with it now, but mm-hmm. I used to say, when you're pregnant, your privates become publics. <laughs> <laughs> no, it feels like it. But now I'm like, no, that's wrong. It doesn't have to it be doesn't that way. It doesn't have to be that way if it's not comfortable yeah. for you. Yeah. And so, like, I didn't even know him, but, like, you know, it was fine. I didn't even know him. It worked out. (laughs) One of my complaints is that, um, like, you know, they want to check you, and they stick their fingers in you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) First of all, completely unnecessary. And then they tell you how far along you aren't, which is very discouraging, right? Oh, you're only a four. How about... Girl, about, you're a four. Yeah. Good job. How about when they come in and check you, and then the one nurse that checked me couldn't, like, 
reach because it was so far up still. And another doctor had to come in and stick her hand up. And I'm like, stop sticking your hand up there. I didn't I even think, know I could tell I them no. Checking slows down progress because it stresses you out. Yeah. It's very and they stressful. Would check me in the middle of a contraction. I would be like, do you really have to put your hand up there right now? Dude, you know, I think back about like people are going to hear this and be like, oh my God, that's true. Like they're going to reflect on their own birth story and think, oh man, yeah, I guess I could have said no, but you don't feel like you could advocate for anything in that space. No cervical checks. I think it's completely unnecessary. Yeah. But you you know why? You're going to have the baby. The baby's going to come out. Women in comas have babies. (laughs) No, your body goes into like this different trance before you give birth. Like your body goes into this whole space. My body does at least. I yeah. start shaking yeah, yeah, before yeah. I give birth. I shake yeah, and I different. vomit yeah. before I give birth. Yeah. It's just how, what I do. Yeah. So Some women vomit a lot and some yeah. don't. And, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I start shaking really bad before mm-hmm. I give birth. And a lot of women have that experience. Mm-hmm. Your, your body does know. Yeah. And you know when to push. Yeah. Like even at the hospitals last time, I, I had to tell them I'm, I'm ready to push. I can't wait. Like they wanted me to wait. I don't understand that either. You have me here in the hospital you are working on getting me to this point of delivering. And then when I'm telling you I'm ready to push, it's like, well, wait, 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 wait. we got to get everybody Did in place. Tell you? Oh, oh yeah. They had, so but silly. I didn't, I couldn't, I was like, I, ha- I have to push. I'm sorry. Good. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what sucked about mm-hmm. Bella though, is that I got her out on my third con- contraction of pushing, but I pushed, she came out and she went back in oh. girl. It was the most horrendous pain. Was it really? Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. So on the next one, I pushed so freaking hard that she shot like oh, a little wow. football. Oh my gosh. I pushed as hard as my body could push. <sighs> oh yeah. my God. And then do you know what I screamed as soon as she came out? Huh? My asshole hurts. I was going to ask. Okay. I didn't want to ask them on the podcast. I was like, did you flip everything inside out? But because that's, I pushed everything. Yeah. I was okay. Everything was fine. Okay. Like down there. I was okay. good. I tore, but most women yeah. tear a tiny bit tiny tear but like I kept saying my asshole hurts I couldn't stop saying it it hurt <laughs> so I don't know if I was feeling it is, wrong this or is stuff I don't they know. don't talk about when they talk about birth no like we're talking about it no yeah. they don't talk about no. it and it's normal for your butt yeah. to hurt you've been pushing yeah. a lot of pressure down yeah. there and I had hemorrhoids like really like just tuck them back up in just tuck them back up in They're and like, I was like um, what happened and now I know it's because um, that doesn't have to happen, but really? when you're when you're all numbed up and you're getting coached to push, dude, that's the weirdest thing. So you're getting coached to push when your body isn't telling you to. Now you just pushed, so yeah. you just pushed with all your might. I did, but and I haven't done this yet, so this is only from stories I've heard in my theory. Right, <laughs> like you know, your body goes through fetal ejection reflex (FER). Yeah, that's and a thing. And it starts pushing on its own. You might have to help it and push right. along, but I don't think that we have to every single time push our guts out dude we don't we don't i only did because for this one (laughs) that girl sucked back in so i was like i was no 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 it hurt so (laughs) bad that i was like she has to get out yeah she has to get out yes yeah Yeah. you were done i was shaking i was like oh my god get this thing out yeah but it, it worked out fine so you had an epidural but you still felt that oh i felt it see i went the whole i i was on pitocin for 20 like 20 no no i was getting a pitocin that whole day so I had like that's what I did too, but didn't take twelve anything. hours of pitocin and didn't take nothing. Yeah. No, I didn't want anything. That's worse, that's like getting hit by a truck. Right, but then they pop my my bag. They pop yeah. the water finally. This was like two hours before she was born, and that pain. Bobby said my eyeball balls almost came out of my sockets. Like he said that that's how much it hurt. Isn't like it terrible. I had no pain meds. Isn't it like they couldn't pop it? They they couldn't get. Isn't it frightening? Ugh. Like how bad it hurts. The, the pain, but see, if it would have all happened like naturally, I would have not needed the epidural. No. I was handing those those contractions like a G. Like I was good. Yeah. Bobby was in front of me. He was breathing me through the heavy contractions. Yeah. Like we were doing good. We were on. If they would have left you alone. You I know. You stood up, swayed. I like, know. You could have just kind of done your thing. And like I told you, I spent that whole day because her head was not in the birth canal. She was crooked. That's so right. So they kept telling me, you're probably going to have to have an emergency C-section, which scared the living crap out yeah. of me emergency the she was like yeah there won't be no time we'll just knock you out and you'll wake up and the baby will be here like she's acting as if this is like a, a good thing yeah. yeah and for me i looked at her and i said i'm not getting yeah a c-section you're so taking, get that peanut ball taking away like my one of my my power as a woman yeah, like it felt weird yeah so yeah so then we have a video of me so one of my positions i had to hang over the bed so i'm like twerking <laughs> Through my contractions, making my sister laugh, you know, she has a video, it's hilarious, but I was in pain. Like they were heavy contractions, but I was determined. I said, that baby's head 
has to move. Yeah. Yeah. And Good Bobby. For you. Yeah. And Bobby and my sister like supported me through that. I needed that support. I needed people who were going to be positive. So could you intuitively feel like the movements you needed to do to get her in the right place? Or were you just kind of like, what? I'll do this? No, I could. Okay. I definitely could. See? Yes. I definitely could. And I think women can. I think, like, sometimes, you know, you see women birthing and they're like, I just knew I needed to put a leg up and go yes. into a lunge. Yes, right. Or I just knew I needed to get on all fours. You do know. You do know. Yeah. Because yeah. hanging over the bed. That. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hanging over the bed as, because it was very hard to hang over the bed yeah. with my huge belly and my legs are shaking because I'm holding up all my weight, you know, on this bed. Yeah. And it's a weird position, but I knew that was the position I needed to be in. That's crazy. Yeah. And then the bed, they lift, they put the bed down, half the uh-huh. bed down. And then, so I sat on the edge of the bed and like, so gravity could kind of like pull down a little bit. Wow. And that felt really good too. The peanut ball on my sides, not so much. That was kind of like, I felt very powerless like that. Okay. You had to arch your back and do this really, and I did everything they told me to do, but yeah. I, but when they would come in and say, do you want to switch? I'd say, yeah, but this is what I want to do. And then they would let me, you know. But I truthfully think that they thought it was going to be a C-section. Because when she checked me the very last time, because we were running out of time, so they were giving me all this anxiety that we're running out of time. Yeah. What is that? I had like a certain amount of hours that I needed her head to get into the birth canal. The last time she checked, I have to admit, her reaction was like shocked. Kind of like, I'm surprised the baby moved because I was planning for a C-section. Like, they want to do a C-section. Yeah. That's the weirder part for me. Oh, yeah. I'm not sure what the motivation is Do you think they make more money? I mean, that could be it. It could be a... I mean, they just see it go that way so much. Right. That they just... I I think it's getting people in and out. I really think... There's... There's nothing... Like, your baby... They probably told you your baby was like... In jeopardy. Uh huh. They always yeah. use that. I don't like it. I don't but, like it either. Uh, your baby would have been fine. Your oh, baby yeah. wasn't in jeopardy. Oh yeah. And yeah, it was crazy. Uh, we stayed so positive though. I don't know how we did it, but we just stayed so positive the whole way. Bobby and Carissa, my sister, were like, "Nope, you're not getting a C-section. That baby's gonna move her head." And like that's what I needed. Yeah. I didn't need somebody instilling more fear in me and yes. being like, "Well, Cassie, this is a real possibility." No, they were like, "Nope, get your big ass up there." Yeah. If you want to twerk and make us laugh, go ahead, Cassie. But, like, get on up there and do your thing. That's like, awesome. we're moving this baby. Yeah. You know? And it was support yeah. and positive. And that, that's really what I needed. Yeah. And I like to laugh. And so I needed to, like, joke and laugh and, and make it fun. Yeah. I'm not one of those people, like, I've watched some home births and, like, they're very in their zone. And, and I was in my zone, like, but yeah. I need, like, a little bit of laughter. I need to be a little lighthearted. Yeah. You know? That's just that's just how I'm wired, though. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. So, yeah, it was good. But it could have been better. I don't, I don't know if I could do a home birth. I'm just a scaredy cat. I'm just like, I'm just okay. It's not for everybody. I'm scared. I think it's beautiful though. Like I've had plenty of people who've done it and it's like, they say it's the most amazing experience ever, but I'm part of it. I'm not, not scared. Right. It's, and that's part of, I think the beauty of it is I'm, I'm wrestling with the complete mystery of pregnancy. Mm. Like I've, I'll say this much. I've opted I had one ultrasound when I was 10 weeks. Right. And have opted not to do anything since then. Which so, I, I think is... But you you know what? You haven't done anything according to what like the American standard in the United States is. No. You are taking better care of yourself than majority of women do. I am do. taking... Very good care of like, yourself. Like radical responsibility for my health. Yes. Yes. So... I didn't do that. But a you lot know? of people would say that I'm being irresponsible. Hmm... Why? And, um, Why do you think they would say that? Because I'm not getting traditional, quote unquote, prenatal care. Yeah. I, I told am, you what the prenatal care is. That it sticks you on the scale. They exactly. tell you you're fat. Like, yeah. Yeah. I didn't get great prenatal I care. I am just pregnant. Yeah. I'm going to see a chiropractor every few weeks. Hell yeah. You know, I'm, on, I'm on the chiropractor train right now. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, I'm all about it. <laughs> and I am, you know... There's trusting nothing, your body. Yeah, I'm trusting my body. There is nothing that I need to do. If they told me or gave me some sort of false worry that something was wrong with my baby, it wouldn't change the outcome. It wouldn't change me going through with it. Mm-hmm. Same. That's so, why I never did genetic testing or none of that. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. care if my baby has Down syndrome. That's my baby. An ultrasound. I did it ten weeks, and and I, you know, I have a friend who um, works at the radiology department at the hospital, and yeah. she took me in and. 
we did an ultrasound and it was it was peace of mind I guess because yeah. I had a miscarriage before I get that so I was like okay baby's alive you know right <laughs> and then it was just weeks and weeks of weeks of am I really pregnant am I pregnant like you know you, you question it even though you even oh though you I saw did it, you're yeah. like am I really pregnant oh, I but get it's it. like now now I feel movements like there comes a point when you can connect with the baby like you can just yes. kind of go inward connect with the baby are you okay baby and you like I you know that. if they're okay or you not. do you have an instinct about yeah. it so so many women have said that yeah unless you're totally detached from your pregnancy like you should have an instinct about it yeah or if you're completely relying on the you know medical system to tell you whether or not your baby's okay and maybe that's you and right and that's if you want to do that that's okay too right that's fine I just don't want to and I think it should be my choice it is your choice 100% that's where like I am a radical feminist like my body my choice yeah yeah like yeah I get it. Um, so, yeah. I think that's beautiful, what your though. question was, but the original question, I kind of I think off. we're talking about pregnancy oh, in okay. general. Yeah. Awesome. So, do you think that the way you raise this child will be radically different than how you raised your other children? Because Probably. of all you've, like, learned and what you know now? and Yeah, I think it will be because I'll hold on to some of the things that I did. Um, the kids want me to make sure I do. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Because I've done it before and I know how fast it goes. Mm. Like, it flies by so fast. You have an 18-year-old. Yeah, yeah. And just, you know, I was trying to rush everything before. I was always trying to rush everything. Yeah. So I just really want to slow down this time. I love that. And, um, you know, the things my kids want me to hold on to. Oh, the other, okay, I'll backtrack a little bit. I was huge on sleep schedules. Mm. Like, I did the whole baby-wise. What's that? Otherwise. It's this, it's like a, it's a Christian book okay. on, on like, um, sleep training. Oh. So you put the babies on the schedule, like very okay. early on, like eat. I'm curious to see eat. what you're going to say about this. Um, you know, you feed them, you do not let okay. them fall asleep on the breast or on the bottle. Okay. You keep them awake. They have wake time and okay. then they nap. Mm-hmm. And that schedule is very tight at first because they're newborns and they sleep all the time. Mm -hmm. And then you expand it and their wake time gets a little longer as they get older. Mm -hmm. The idea is by, I forgot how many weeks or how many months they're sleeping through the night. Mm. It works. My babies were great sleepers. They slept through the night. Don't let Bobby hear that. (laughs) But I feel like I messed up. can't stand people say that. I messed up (laughs) so much. Like I missed, no, I didn't mess up. I missed out on so much. Mm. Like on so much like snuggling and like, yeah. You know, rocking. And because I was just like, we're on a schedule. So you, like, you can't so you won't asleep. do the schedule. I don't think I'm going to do the schedule. No, I don't do I think do, I'm going to feed like on demand. Schedule. Yep. And enjoy the um, baby. Enjoy the baby. Bond with the baby. Yeah. Yeah. Do that kind of stuff more. But I was also like a big discipliner and like timeouts, like whatever that child needed timeouts, spankings. Right. You, They would call you Miss Cassie or Mrs. Burgos. Who are? Um, my kids. Like, my kids no wouldn't way. just call you Cassie. No, that's disrespectful. Oh. And like, <laughs> so, like, I was big on stuff like that. And, like, um, there were certain things they were allowed to do and not do at home. Mm-hmm. And that would, like, they couldn't just go up and grab the remote mm. when they were little. Right. Because when we went places, I didn't want them to just think they could run amok when they went other right. places, too. So we had, like, a lot of rules and it was great because my kids weren't like they weren't crazy. bratty kids yeah. yeah they weren't bratty kids and so my kids are like you're still gonna be that that, that way right like they appreciate that oh. I was like that and so I think that that's cool I don't think I'll be that hardcore this time though because yeah. it was it was a lot, a lot of, of work. work it was were you so like work. ingrained in the church then yes so it was a lot of like the mentorship and like uh-huh. maybe some it of the was, training kind of from that influence? Oh, it totally was. I right. had girlfriends who ran, like, Growing Kids God's Way classes and stuff oh my like God, that. I've heard of that. Yeah. See, we're 10 years apart, and I forget, because yeah. you look so damn young. Oh, so thanks. it's like, <laughs> you're my girl crush, so i got to oh make you blush a little bit. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, like, Growing Kids God's Way. And, yeah, um, I've heard of that. That was a little bit before our, like, you know, generation yeah. of bringing up kids. But yeah. there's a lot of stuff. And I actually did buy the book again. Like, there's a workbook. And I, right. did, I did buy it again to, like just kind of refresh my mind and I showed Shamus a lot of things that I valued because this I is Shamus's first baby it's his first one yeah 
And we both come from like dysfunctional homes. Right. Yeah. Well, our homes had no rules growing up no for us. Rules. And you guys say no. probably the same thing. Yeah. So it's like, where do you find the happy medium? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But I it's, mean. It's hard. Yeah. So. My kids don't have very many rules, but they would. It's funny because I'm not very strict, but they never disrespect anybody outside of the home. They'll disrespect me yeah. at home. But they would never disrespect their teachers or at church. They don't disrespect people or sports. They know. But at home, I'm very lax. Like, I'm probably way more laid back than I should be. But for whatever reason, it works for my kids. Yeah. There's, I, I don't know. There's different ways. What is it? It depends on there's the kid. This book. There's this book that I read mm-hmm. when I was in. It was like a church group, Mom to Mom or something like that. Oh, yeah. First Baptist. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it was called, like... Two different Joneses or something like that. Like the idea behind the book was, you know how you're the the phrase keeping up with the Joneses, mm-hmm. but it's this is like there's different ways to do to accomplish the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like not everybody has mm-hmm. to do it the same way. Yeah, and um, that was the other like I was big on them respecting me too, and so yeah, I would pop them in the mouth, and you know oh, my kids Addie, will come up yeah. to me and they'll be like the way that kid was talking to their, their yes. mom like. You yep. would have popped us in the mouth. And I'm like, no, yep. I would have. I actually, um, <laughs> Amelia's never had to be popped in the mouth. Addie has been popped in the She just got popped in the mouth last week. Yeah. Because I'm like, are you crazy, girls? She, yeah. But they would never do it outside of the home. Like, yeah. she knows not to do it to someone else. But she has no shame in her right. game with me. Oh right, my God. right. And but yeah, when it's in public, I'm like, I've gotten to a really bad place where I will raise my voice in public. I'm like, I will That's with Addie. so hard because what do you, like... I know. Well, you I can remember, judge either way, girl. I, know. I remember calling them away and just being like, yeah. And then you're like sweating and like, but it's like, this would be so much easier if I just did it right here. If I just beat you right here in front of everybody. Yeah. But you do. You get so many looks. I'm not looking forward to that again. Bobby, like, and this is newer for me. I was not this like loud before. Bobby will tell me like, excuse me, honey, we're in public. And I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I don't care. That makes it worse. Now he just gives me a look and I'm like, Okay, yeah, I gotta calm down. But it's like you're so stressed out. Addie is my one man. She is my kid that just she gets you, like, oh. like pushes your buttons and, and takes her two seconds flat to get me oh too. I will be totally fine, calm, and she just does something, and it's like, I don't know. She's that kid, man, the middle child. She was born to be the middle child, like, oh my gosh. and she lives it through and through. But then she's a total badass. Like she's yeah. so cool. Yeah, she's a cool chick. So I don't want to break her spirit. You know, yeah. it's yeah. like, how do I deal with you? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's... Kids are interesting. They're all so different. I think at her age, you're past breaking her spirit. You're not going to. No. 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 I never really... I had a woman. So when Amelia was little, Amelia was never bad. I took her to my, my work at PMZ Real Estate in Stockton. And this woman pulled me aside and told me that I needed... She And she's a diehard Christian woman. And she's like... You need to kind of break her spirit about Amelia. About okay, and this was my this is my good Amelia. child. Amelia. Amelia. Oh okay, my angel. Yeah. So I'm like, if she would see me fast forward a couple years later with Addie, I can't even imagine what she'd have to say then. I don't believe in breaking their spirit. I believe like in I do believe in discipline, of course. Right. But it's like these girls are cool girls if I let them express themselves. Like it's yeah. it's it's a very hard It is. If they were disrespecting their teachers, or like people out in public, that's a whole different story. If you're disrespecting me because maybe I'm your safe person and maybe you've had a really rough day and you have nowhere to kind of let that out, who are they supposed to let it out so to? I, yeah, that's... You know what I mean? Is that kind of interesting to think that way? Like, I think it's gray because yes. Samuel was very strong-willed and we, right. we broke his spirit. Right. We did. And... We did it mm-hmm. because there was one instance where it happened. He was probably two, and mm-hmm. it was just a stupid thing where it was like, it's raining outside, you need to put on your rain jacket before you go outside. Right. No, I don't want to put it on. You're going right. to put it on. And then his dad was like, you need to listen to your mom, and yep. he wouldn't. David held him on the ground until it was probably like 45 minutes of Sam thrashing and fighting. Oh, we've had that with Abby, girl. And finally he, he broke. And he was like, okay, I will. And that was the moment. And I'm not even, like, explaining it well. Like, but we knew that we had broke him. And it sounds terrible, but here's the deal. He needed to respect us. Yeah. So that he could 
he would listen to us and he would be teachable. Yeah, that's a good point. And maybe it's not like that with every kid, but we had a strong-willed little boy who was still soon going to be like a young man. Mm-hmm. And people might disagree with the way we did it, but my son is an awesome. He's 18 and I can see he is a man. Right. Like he right. carries himself like a man. He makes decisions like a man. He oh, you has cannot say that like for eighteen-year-old boys nowadays. That doesn't no, even exist. I am so proud of him. Right, and it was it was an accumulation of lots of things. Of course, and I can't take all credit because it is who he was born to be. Exactly. Right. You know what you said that sparked something for me is you said that you had to make him teachable. It's right. funny with our girls because and the, it could be different, right? Yeah. Well, the no, yeah. they they are very hard they very much push back against us. Like they don't allow us to teach them as much as they would respect like their teacher. Right. So that's actually a good point because they do push back with us a lot where it's like, for example, sports, Bobby will be trying to tell like Addie or Amelia something and they'll very much be like, no, like, you know, they, they very much won't respect what he's trying to say. Yeah. So I can see in that way, that makes me think of it differently. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and so one of the things I talked to Shamus about with parenting, because, mm-hmm. you know, he hasn't done this yet. And so yeah. I'll bring things up as I think of them. And I'm right. like, hey, I'm like, you know, like, we have to watch how we tease each other. Oh, like, girl. Like, I read, yeah. I read, like, books with, like, like, romance novels about elves and dragons and crap like that. Right. Like, you right. can't be like, and they're spicy. Right. You can't you can't be like you're like make a joke about your mom's dragon porn or something like that. Exactly. Like you can't do that in front of the kids because they're gonna oh, like we're our child, so guilty they're gonna question they're they're gonna question it and then yeah. they're gonna like look at me differently and then they're not going to like adhere or respect what I say as much. Mm. And so and he's like, I know, babe, I'm not an idiot. We won't do that and but I you do because like, you're comfortable you, in your home you, space exactly. and you do do and it. So I was like, yeah. you, you know, it's going to, it's not going to be like just us hanging out anymore. It's right. It's going to be like little ears listening all the time. All the time. All the yeah. time. So. Wow. That kind of <laughs> makes me think about things. That's a trip. Yeah. Like how you joke with each other. Like, oh, and we're, because we're so... if there's like some disrespect, even yeah. if it's like very like undercurrent disrespect. Well, if it's because we jokes, we do, do a lot of sarcasm. Yeah. And then we do it to the kids. Like we roast our own kids. Yeah. You know, and like, that's probably toxic. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I, part of me thinks that that's good because then they can handle stuff. Dude, Addie has the best comebacks. Right. Oh, Ad- like, Amelia shuts down, but Addie is like for it. She will go toe to toe. Then she can handle the world. Yeah. Right? Then she but can be a CEO. I, think, I don't know if there's like a wrong way. I, I know. Every kid's different, right? Yeah. Every kid they and are. girls are a little, as you know, you have girls. We didn't have to break Phoebe. No, right. We never had to do that with her. She right. was just always like, okay, a good girl. Yeah. yeah, Sarah, we probably should have a little bit more, but she was adopted and she came to us at eighteen months, and it was like, I feel like we spent so much time just trying to build a bond. Yeah. You know? So yes, it's different. Well, it's different. And it's like we the baby is way different. Too much when she was already by 18 months and like yeah she had like yeah. five different foster homes and like oh, poor yeah baby. so she just needs like love that wasn't even given right and it's a whole different she dynamic still does. yeah yeah so oh my god we can talk all day I know. how Sorry, long have we been talking i don't know i think you had one you had some one more thing you what else to we up. talk about we can not do it if you want you wanted to bring up like the church culture thing. oh, oh church homemaking <laughs> <laughs> yes, let's talk about homemaking okay. real quick because it all ties in together. Okay. Um, there is a stigma in our society that like being a stay-at-home mom is of no value, and a lot of stay-at-home moms feel worthless. A lot of mom they don't. I have battle with it. You told me that you did battle with yeah. it when your kids were younger. Yeah. And I love what you wrote on here. You put. Um, it's at home that we're creating an environment of self-acceptance, problem-solving, self-confidence, self-reliance, work ethic, relationship skills, life skills, and the lens that we see the rest of the world through. Go me. Social media is <laughs> ruining that by invading our homes. Yes. As homemakers, we set the tone and create the environment. Yes. Girl. It is the most important oh. job. And that's like the thing I'm most passionate about. When I was in my 20s, I had the privilege of staying home with my kids, but I always felt like I was just a mom. Yeah. No. Like, it is the most <laughs> important thing. And if if you're doing it, I hate to, okay, I'm going to say it. If you're doing it right, it's hard. 
Of course. Like it could be easy. You it know? could. We and, can just lay there and watch TV all yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. And not care about our homes and stuff like yeah. that. But like Let if, it you're all doing go. It, if you're doing it right, like it's it's hard. And it is. Some days your house is going to be a mess because you focused more on the kids. And some yeah. days you're going to feel like superwoman and you're going to get it all done. But you're doing the most important job. And even now, like, you know, I don't have, I have three teenagers and they're not even with me all the time. Their dad lives down the street. So we both see them every day and it's yeah. like really like an ideal situation. That's so cool. But they're teenagers. They're, <laughs> they're pretty well trained. Right. And my house stays pretty tidy. Yeah. Right. And I have like, I've always had like a cleaning schedule because that's how I work in my head. You know, and so, you know, Mondays we do this, Tuesdays we do this. Do you follow it pretty well? Uh, some weeks, yes. Some weeks, no. Okay. This week I'm on it. Last week. Right tornado chaos <laughs> I didn't do anything <laughs> but um but it's there so I yeah. can, at least it, I like know what's been done and what hasn't right um but oh yeah so even with not having the baby yet I I still love homemaking and I will start to feel guilty that I'm not doing more for the business because I get so wrapped up in mm, the home right and we have such a hustle culture. Oh, and it's kind of slowing down. Like, you know, it people is. are coming back to like self care, taking time off, living, mm-hmm. and things like that. And um, so that's good. But, you know, I just, I feel I'm like, I should be making more money for the family. And I should, you know, create this online thing and be oh, this me. social media, yeah. you know, presence where I bring in income from that. And, you know, I get start feeling this like guilt yeah. about not doing all those things. Me too. When it like I don't, there's not enough hours in the day for me to just keep up on like our no. home. No, me too. I know I can't even keep up cleaning the house. Yeah, and doing kids. Yeah. you know. Yeah, and it really is the most important job. It is, but you know what's important too is that you're with a man who actually values that too. Yeah, because Bobby runs into a lot of men who badmouth their stay at home wife moms and say negative stuff about them like well what are they doing all day oh my gosh and he is like mortified by that those women like hats off to those women because they have to really fight for what they're doing yes like like the value that mm -hmm. it is yeah Yeah. they're not even like appreciated for it yeah you know yeah and 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 i can tell sean this like you know i'm gonna i'll leave the gym early and i'll be like i'm gonna go home i'm gonna like start dinner and like we have a big garden this year. I'm going to can the tomatoes or whatever it is. Right. It's like, all right, babe, go, you know, go take care of it. You know, we have some chickens, check on the chickens, you know, things right. like that. And he values that. And he honestly doesn't care if the house is a mess. That's Bobby. Same thing. Yeah. He does not care. He doesn't care, but he takes time to thank me for what I do. Oh, Cause so does he Bobby. does appreciate it. I know. Yeah. We came back from camping last weekend and he walked in. He's like, he's like, the house smells good. He's like, it smells like, house he's like but i like the way our house smells he's like good job keeping it clean babe oh i was like thank you See, and that's what that's what men should be doing yeah you know yeah. they should give us props once and in a while. he knows that it's it's um very it's hard. natural like that's i told him all i've ever wanted to do is i've always felt like it's a lazy thing mm-hmm. but all i've ever wanted to do is have a house with a white picket fence and be a homemaker oh, you know that. but when you say it it sounds like you just want to do nothing and that's but not it's true not. No. yeah that's that's what I'm not saying every woman is like this, but I do think that in a majority of us, that's in us. We it want is. to be the nurturer. Right. We want to be the homemaker. We yes. We raise men and women. Yes. We bring them forth into the world, and right. we 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 are the foundation of society. Right. Like this is it. Hundred percent. Yeah. So it's the most. It's yeah. Like we got to keep our head in the game. Yeah. Yeah. And in homemaking is it's like. You know, everybody does it differently, but yeah. some, some people's family, think about this, the difference between the two, like just a small thing, fast food. If you're a family that does fast food majority of the week, you're not taking the time to go grocery shopping and find the recipe and cook the meal and clean up after the meal and put everything away. For you, homemaking looks like more of that. So like it's right. important to you that you're shopping for healthier foods and that you're cooking healthier things. And right yeah. now you're making your own bread. Like... It, so that's a lot more time. It is. Yeah. It's, it's, and that's what you want to invest your time in. It is. It's enjoyable right. for me. It's, exactly. Um, it's like, I think we all have that like creative aspect to ourselves, mm-hmm. no matter how that like 
shows itself. And right. For like that's my that's my creativity. that's your jam. Yeah, that's yeah. what you do. Yeah. I love that. And so, do you have your blog going right now? Okay. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah. I do, but I only have I haven't posted since. So I started that with the last pregnancy. And, you know, my idea was, like, I'm going to be home a lot with the baby. I'm going to start this blog. It's going to yeah. give me a creative outlet. Right. And then I miscarried and I just stopped. Right. So it's there. But I, I really, I put, like, two DIY things on there. But I don't right. think I want it to be a DIY blog. I am really not a DIY girl. Right. Me either. Um, um, I'm a Bobby, you do it, honey. Yeah. Or my dad. You guys do it. Every once in a while, <laughs> I'll get a bee in my bonnet and be like, I'm right. so something. Like, right. you know, right. bust out my sewing machine. But That's it's not cute. like... Something I'm not always like passionate about. No, I was never like a scrapbooker or right. anything like that. Um, so, are you going to keep your blog name? I think I am. So people can check it out because like, you're going to start doing more on it. I'm going to start doing more yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. Yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah. I'm going to start doing more. I just don't know what direction I wanted to take. Right. I don't even like the name anymore, honestly. Okay, so you don't I have might... to share it. You're changing it. You're changing it. Okay, yeah, I probably okay. will change it. But, okay. um, yeah, I've got to find something I'm going to stick with. But I just, yeah, I need to find what direction I want it to go right. in. I'm not sure. Okay. Well, you're going to come back on here. We're going to share all that. Because okay. by then, we'll both have our websites and our blogs going. Okay. And we'll be doing it parallel. Because <laughs> our interests are a little different. Yes. But we're going to do a parallel yeah. thing yeah. here and hold each other accountable. There, yes. I love I that. I like that. Yes, Well, please. I loved having you on. Thank you. You're a beautiful Same. person inside and out. You I love too. you. If you go to Ascend Gym, like, you're going to go to, to talk to Shamus and Holly. Because they're cool people. Thank go you. Go to Ascend. Thank, Thank you for you. being on. Until next time. <laughs>